Oh my gosh, what is up? Hi, welcome to Miscommunicated. It has been so long, so long since I recorded. I thought I stopped recording in like late October. No, I stopped recording in literally September and so much has happened since. I definitely think I'm in a better headspace. The silence is because I hear noises. Anyways, gotta ignore that one. But let's just get into it. I feel like this episode is just gonna be a catch up because my life has changed so much in the past. How long has it been? September, October, November, December, January, February. So literally like almost half a year. Oh my god, I didn't sorry. I didn't realize that. Sorry, I'm getting adjusted. This is weird. Um, but I mean, I know I had questions beforehand that I would answer. So let's get into that. Okay. I'm going to skip highs and lows because we're just going to talk about all of it today. This is the ultimate highs and lows episode. My favorite song right now. Hmm. Uh, I want to shout out a whole album this time. Definitely Capri songs by FK twigs has been like my favorite album as of late i've listened to it so much i think my favorites are oh my love jealousy which way i like poppy bones what's the other one there's one that i'm missing that i forgot about um um, 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 um. which way did i already say that anyways so my favorites those are my favorites it's such a good album she really did pop off with this one. Um, next, what I want to try. Okay, so last I just listened to the beginning, just so I was like, because I was like, what was I doing last September? I have no recollection, but I remember it was right before. Well, I don't remember. I didn't remember. I had to listen to it again, but I was just about to go on my trip to um, Hawaii. I don't know if this mic is working now. Um, fingers crossed. I went to Hawaii and I wanted to try poke. And that's kind of a big deal for me because I don't really like texture of raw fish. But I've kind of gone over that since Hawaii. I mean, there's definitely still I'm not a sashimi gal. Like I don't enjoy most sushi, but I definitely can mess with the spicy tuna now. You know what I mean? Like we're upgrading a little bit here and there. So that's what I had. I think I had like spicy tuna. I had poke in Hawaii and it was really, it was okay. Actually, I was going to say it's really good, but I don't think I, (laughs) I finished it. But also I think we had it right after I ate. So I don't think I was very hungry, but I remember liking it. It was very spicy. The one that I had. Um, And yeah, I went to Hawaii with my family and my friend Darby is really fun. I feel like I feel like it was so long ago now, but it wasn't really that long ago. And I I don't know. I want to go again. It's such a beautiful place, but obviously there's issues with like treating the people that are native to Hawaii with respect. Um, which is definitely something I was 
extremely conscious about and I think I was so conscious about it to the fact where I was just like I don't know if it not ruined my time but I definitely was very conscious and like researching what we were doing to make sure if it was okay and stuff like that but I don't know anyways I had a really good time in Hawaii and I don't even think we were there for a week it was a very short trip so we didn't do a whole lot but I've never been to the beach so much in my life literally I don't like the beach really it's just so funny because it's like you live in California like you're supposed to love the beach the beaches here are gross the beaches here are so gross but the ones in Hawaii are obviously beautiful and really nice and something we went to Honolulu and we were literally right like a couple blocks from the beach and um they have this thing where they like kind of build walls around certain parts of the beach so it's like kind of like a tide pool I don't know I don't know if that disrupts like the ecosystem which not a fan if it does that but as a tourist I really did enjoy lounging about I don't think I've ever yeah I really don't think I've ever spent that much time in water I've never felt like I wanted to go to the beach and I thought I wouldn't want to go to the beach but I went to the beach pretty much every single day while I was there and I had a really good time so huh I don't know like it kind of changed my mind because I feel like for my vacations oops, my vacations I never really liked going to like beach cities but I think I would like to go to beach cities if they were like nice beaches obviously so kind of changed my mind about that I was definitely more of like a let's go to a big city but now I'm kind of into the beach vibe it really was a relaxing and definitely something I needed. Anyways, so I did try the poke. What do I want to try now? Hmm. Oh my God. Well, I'm trying roller skating this weekend and I've been wanting to try roller skating. I don't think I'm going to be very good at it, but I'm going to pretend like I'm the best and hopefully it'll just come to me. Hopefully it'll just be like second nature. nature. Um. I'm really nervous about it. I definitely know I'm going to fall, but like whatever. Um, I, I, I have no balance. This is the thing about me. I don't really have any balance. I don't know how to ride a bike, which is a different conversation for another day, but I don't know how to ride a bike. So <laughs> I don't know how well this roller skating thing is going to go, but I've always wanted to try. We were literally supposed to go right before the pandemic happened and then the pandemic happened and we didn't go and now we're going for my friend's birthday so that is what I want to try and I am going to try it and I will let you know how it goes um I don't know how long I've been speaking for probably not that long but I thought it would tell me the time in the little corner anyways (laughs) story okay so that's it that's all the questions I ask apparently Okay, let's just get into it. I did not prepare. I gave you my little Hawaii spiel. So let's pick it up right after Hawaii. Another thing that I mentioned um, in the last podcast was that I started a freelance job, right? Right. So I I feel like I'm allowed to talk about my job. I mean, I'm not going to tell you everything about my job, but it's not like a secret. Um, I... So uh, my freelance job at the time of recording the podcast, I I don't know if I had gotten it already. I think I was like supposed to, but I hadn't signed the papers yet. So it was it's for Rag Report on TikTok. If you don't follow it, go follow it. 
Um, and I did a video about Clueless. It was about how Clueless changed 90s fashion. I forget. I I knew about it beforehand and I wanted to pitch it because I knew it would be something that I could like really say something about because I knew about it beforehand. I want to say, did I learn about it in an, for fashion club? I don't remember where I learned it from school or something. I have no idea where I learned it from, but I had that nugget of knowledge. And so I pitched that uh, along with a couple other things, but that's what I wanted to do because I was going on vacation and I had to like write the script while I was on vacation. I kind of want to made it a little bit easier for me. <laughs> and um, so that's what I wrote. And at first it did okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that's just how the TikTok algorithm is. And then all of a sudden, it started blowing up. And one of the reasons why it was blowing up also was because TikTok picked it to be on its, like, explore page. And then Alicia Silverstone, Miss Cher herself, commented on it. And I think she just commented, like, yellow hearts or something. But, like, still, for, like, my first video at this place it really popped off and I mean, share herself comments on it. So I was like really stoked on it. Um, was waiting for a job offer. Didn't hear about a job offer, but then I came on again to write another video about Tyler, the creator. Um, dude, the ring app is so crazy. I'm so addicted to reading about it though. Um, so yeah, so I came back on later to write about Tyler Creator's Fashion Evolution, that video, it did okay. Not the best, not the worst. Um, and then, like, around Thanksgiving time, they reached out to me again, and um, somebody was on their way out. I Wait, no, somebody was going on vacation, and they wanted me to cover for that month of that they'd be gone because it was like they were going to take time off and then it would be the holiday break. So they wanted somebody there. So I was like, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I really enjoy writing the scripts and stuff. Like I, den- I didn't think writing anything would be like something I would actually like doing. But it since it's about little things that I like to talk about and spread knowledge about, it it was like really easy and made me feel fulfilled (laughs) and so I signed on to do that and then the person that ended up I was covering ended up quitting and also the company was going through like massive changes and like growing a ton just within the month I was there and um yeah I I stayed on and I stayed on for like a week after and then I applied to actually fulfill the spot. I got hired. And now I work at Rag Report for Rag Report. I am one of the producers on Rag Report. So it's kind of crazy because the company that owns Rag Report, um, they used to produce videos on YouTube. And I feel like those those videos that they did on YouTube were really what got me into fashion more so like it it really did inspire me and I feel like it still does inspire me a lot like 
because I still like go back to it, you know, like those kind of styling choices. So it was just kind of crazy and like kind of full circle because I remember when I was like so obsessed with their YouTube videos that I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to, I want to work for them in the future. And I am going to work for them in the future. Like I just feel like it. I mean, it's not in the capacity that I thought it was going to be, but it's like the modernized version of it, you know? So it's, it's really cool. And I'm just really stoked on it. Um, I really, I really like it. Um, right now I'm just working from home. Um, but like, I don't know, I'm just having fun and, you know, my first big girl job, which crazy. So like, this is my first job out of college. And I don't know, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast, but it's kind of been like a point of, I don't know if point of contention is the right statement to say it, but like, it's just been like a soft subject, <laughs> you know, like, cause graduated in the middle of the pandemic, really, really wanted to go into film and television. Um, sets were not happening. I feel like I've, I feel like I've said this before, but um, I still do want to go into film and television at some point or fashion. I mean, I, I am going to go into all of those avenues at some point. I feel it in my bones and I know it's going to happen. And I really do believe that I can achieve everything and I don't need to, you know, pigeonhole myself and only doing one thing. I think we're so beyond that as a society. Like you can pursue all of your passions and all the avenues that you want to achieve in your life, you know? So I think this is just such a great way for me to make the connections and gain the experience that I've been craving and I have been gaining so much experience and there's so many amazing things that are that I have ideation for that I want to pitch and I just feel like it's a really good environment for me to be in at the moment and I just feel like I could do so much with this role which is like what you can only hope as a, like a creative person, you know? So it's just kind of crazy. I've almost been graduated for like two years now, almost two years now. And I literally thought I would never see the day when I got a job, <laughs> like an actual big girl job. And I think for me, the point of like, I don't know if I was scared. I think I was kind of scared because I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. And I was afraid of getting like a nine to five and, feeling like I couldn't do anything else but I do feel like this nine to five came at the perfect time and it's the perfect pace for me and it's truly something new every single day but I also get to I get a lot of freedom and like what I want to talk about and stuff like that like so as long as it's not like super out of pocket and I'm having like somewhat journal not somewhat journalistic integrity and stuff like that um but yeah I'm just so excited <laughs> and it's just kind of crazy it's kind of crazy um so yeah that's another thing that's been happening um another thing that's been hap happened <laughs> and is happening is so because I didn't really want to get a regular job in the pandemic we all know that maybe you don't know but I started selling clothes at like markets and swap meets and stuff and that was kind of how I was like barely supporting myself I mean I priced my clothes for relatively low like every now and then I would like have something like $40 but it wasn't terribly often and 
you know, I, I didn't make a whole bunch of money off of it, but I made like enough. It was like, I don't know if it was minimum wage or below minimum wage. I still don't really know, but, um, it was enough that I could like go out and have fun with my friends every once in a while. And, you know, but now that I have like a big, not big girl salary, big girl salary, a salary is a big girl salary. And I mean, I, I don't know if I should be admitting this. I mean, definitely now I have a better idea, but I was very uneducated on like how much money it takes to live. And I mean, I'm grateful and really privileged to have parents that um, if I need help, I can ask them for help. They still pay for my phone bill, which is like the main thing. And I mean, I'm trying to figure out my finances where I can start paying off my student loan because it's not like super huge that it shouldn't be paid off within the next like three years at the most. So I need to start making extra payments on that and like just being like big girl, doing big girl boring shit. But like, you know, like it's crazy that I'm, I feel like it's just such a, I don't know if anomaly, anomaly is the right word. I don't know, but it's just, it just feels interesting to actually start being an adult. It's kind of like an out-of-body experience in a way. Like, I never thought this would happen, but also I don't feel like a big girl. Like, I don't feel like that, but I think it's, that might be because sometimes creative jobs aren't taken very seriously and also social media is such a new thing I feel like some people don't put respect on its name even though it's like an extremely lucrative and fast-paced and so many intelligent people work in the space to make all this social media stuff happen and obviously there's bad sides to social media but I'm happy to say that I think I'm a part of the good side perhaps um at least I'm trying to be, um, <laughs> and, you know, I don't know, but I don't remember what tangent I was on. Anyways, speaking of going on tangents, now I have medical insurance and, like, vision and stuff. I get to get new glasses. Like, I know it seems stupid to be happy about those type of things, but, like, it's just, like, things that I didn't realize that i I mean, I probably had access to it through my parents, but, like, being in charge of my own life, finally, like, I was just quite literally vibing (laughs) for a really long time, and, um, oh, yeah, what I was going on about, I just feel like, I feel very blessed and privileged to have a, you know, a decent, a good, decent job that I actually, like, like as my first job out of college. I feel like so many people nowadays have to sacrifice their wants um, in order to, like, provide for themselves. And I just, you know, that makes me sad. I want everybody to be able to accomplish everything that they want and more, you know. So, I don't know. It definitely opened up my eyes up to a lot of, like, difficult things, but also being proud of myself, for not settling and taking the lesbian path and, you know, being grateful that I did do social media because I don't, I don't think I would have gotten, I wouldn't have gotten this job if I didn't do social media on my, on myself. And, and I just kind of had this realization (laughs) kind of recently that like, I, nothing I do really 
is normal. And like, I don't take the normal path. I do things a little bit differently than other people. And that's not to toot my own horn or anything. It's just like, I don't feel comfort and like going the quote unquote traditional route because, and I do think it's because like a lot of the people I admire and look up to in the film space and the creative space, like none of them had did the correct way to do things really i mean i'm sure there's somebody in there that did it like the right the correct way but like most of the people i look up to did everything differently so i think that gives me courage and makes me feel like i'm on the right path and i i don't know i don't know if what you're doing if you're listening like what you want to achieve but and I feel like there's definitely certain things in the world that like you would have to take the correct path. But I think I think maybe I'm talking more to like creatives and that like people that are like more in the, the digital space, creative space, art space, you know, like you kind of have to forge your own path. And I mean, I don't know, like I'm trying to find the fine line of like promoting and like validating my accomplishments but also being humble about it you know not humble but you know what I mean like not trying to boast about it which is not what I'm trying to do at all but I feel like if I really did (laughs) I feel like if I really were that type of person that you know I don't remember (laughs) I don't know the word to say it like if I was like being super narcissistic I wouldn't have the idea of like oh like I should make myself smaller like you know like a true narcissist would be like no I'm the shit or whatever um anyways (laughs) I feel like this podcast is so hard to listen to just like with all my tangents that I go on but I kind of like it to feel that way just so it feels like kind of a train of thought and also it feels like you're just kind of listening to your friend blabber about (laughs) themselves and things that are happening um anyways what was that I literally started talking about okay so Oh man, it's been so long. Next time I need to come with an outline so like I know what I'm on about. I just thought I would wing it for this first one. But basically, I was selling clothes, right? I wasn't making like a ton of money off of it, but I was making like enough to, you know, like barely like get food if I wanted to get food and, you know, like buy clothes at markets and stuff like it was enough to do that and like I wasn't really doing much at the time so I wasn't paying a rent or anything so it was like it was fine for the time being and then I think around September like October I think around October really I read oh my god I'm like having flashbacks yeah like around the time that I like kind of abandoned the podcast like something happened wait did I I feel like I did talk about this in the podcast I really do believe that I talked about this in the podcast before. Yeah, I did. It was in like early September. It was like the it's been an interesting past couple of weeks. <laughs> and um 
yeah so like basically some shit was happening within like the vintage community in san diego and you know i wasn't happy about it i didn't feel safe i was worried about other women and people in the space and i just i just stopped selling for a minute like i mean i i sold at like silver lake and i think another place but i wasn't selling every single weekend like i normally was and um i think around when i got back from my trip i was like okay well like what am i gonna do like i think it's time i don't know if i mentioned this but i wanted to i've been wanting to start my own market i've been wanting to start a market it was just something that like felt you know like a cool idea i feel like i brought it up with a friend a really long time ago an old friend and like a year before this all happened and I wanted to happen then, but I just kind of got lost and, you know, but it finally came back. And I think the whole situation just was the reason I think it was like, I don't know. I think it was just a sign that I needed to finally put together this market that I've been wanting to. And, you know, like I just felt like queer people, women and POCs weren't really at the forefront of any market in San Diego at that time and also like I felt like I mean there wasn't like a a Gen Z space you know like a younger person space like ran by young people and like you know I don't know if that makes any sense but I just felt like I could put a good touch on it (laughs) and so the thing that took the longest time was to find a venue and it took freaking forever but I finally found one and Queen Bees is the place that I've been going with for a minute oh my god my computer is wild in right now I don't know if you can hear that but she's loud um and so I finally found Queen Bees that they weren't trying to make me take out a freaking loan to rent their space and um I didn't have to charge admission for shoppers which is something I really didn't want to do and I wanted to keep the vendor um spaces like under like $90 and I was able to do all that there and it just kind of you know, I just kind of went into high mode and I definitely had questions because I'd never planned like, and I mean, I plan events in college, but like I've never planned an event like quote unquote in the real world. So, um, you know, I, I started doing that. Luckily it was pretty easy to find vendors because I had so many friends in the space and, um, you know, it happened. <laughs> Basically I planned a market. I don't want to go too much into like what I did to do the market because I want to make like a YouTube video and then like a separate podcast about everything that happened to make the market happen twice already. Um, So I'll spare you those details and we can visit it another time. But so basically when all this planning from like October to maybe, yeah, October, because I think it happened like right after I came back from Hawaii and the first lucky stars market happened on december 5th and it was such a good success it was kind of crazy like it was busy pretty much the whole time and every everybody that i talked to all of my vendors and stuff said it was like 
such a great event. The vibes were so good. I just felt so good about it. And it made me so happy that so many other people felt good about it. I was able to, you know, make connections with people that I haven't talked to in a minute and they became my vendors and my friend Sasha was our DJ and, you know, people, people really enjoyed her set and, you know, she's going to be like her DJ forever now. And I'm just so happy with how it all turned out. And I'm so glad that like, you know, everybody also felt like the good intention and good vibe that I was seeking to put out. And so, yeah, because everybody was asking when the next one was going to be at the first event, I was like, okay, damn, like I really wasn't, I mean, like I, I, I expected it to go well because I put in so much time and you really, what you put in is what you get. And I wanted to do one in February. So I took like a couple weeks off <laughs> to rest. And then I went right back onto the social media train. And this time I like had vendor applications and, you know, I, again, I'm going to spare you like so many details because I want to go into like a more specific um, episode about it. But it happened again recently on February 13th and it was even better. We had a food, a food truck, a, a photo booth. We had stickers. Like it was just so fun. And, you know, like I'm about to start planning the next one. Um, literally next week, I, my vendor applications come out for that. And, you know, like I'm so blessed. I feel so blessed to like, you know, be able to facilitate the space and like I'm so glad that like people actually fuck with it you know and people really do enjoy the space and I enjoy it and my vendors enjoy it and you know I just want to keep good intentions behind it because I feel like when things do like be become successful a lot of people want to like like ramp it up for their own personal gain and I just want to tell you firsthand I really could give less than a shit if I make a ton of money off of this I really I mean I don't know like my intention with doing everything that I do is not to make money first it's to make others feel good and make myself feel good and I mean that is just kind of a service in itself like um so yeah I don't know. I, I just feel so good about it. I mean, it's, my decision making is going to get harder and harder because the more people that know about it, um, <laughs> the more people that know about it, the harder my decision is going to make, um, which reminds me I have to ask like the owner of Queen Bees if it's okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure we have all the dates for summertime in the books, but I just want to double check before I put it on the founder application because I am anticipating so even more vendors than the first time I did vendor applications and it was so hard because you know like some people some of these people are my friends and you know I don't want people if they feel reject get rejected from one market to not be encouraged to come to the next one because literally everybody that applies to be a vendor at Lucky Stars is genuinely so qualified and wanted I just don't have the physical amount of space and I do want to not quality control the market but like I want to make it I don't want to make it too big because I like having everybody do well because of like the size of it I don't know that's stupid business stuff that I'll leave for like the not business stuff I I don't know I have such a weird 
relationship with the word business and entrepreneur because I don't know. I don't feel like that. I don't feel like an entrepreneur because I think entrepreneur comes just feels like I'm exploiting people and I don't feel like I'm exploiting. I don't know. I don't know. That's like, maybe I should have a conversation with somebody about that. I feel like that could be an interesting, not debate, but like conversation to be had about entrepreneurship and what that means. Um, (laughs) I'm just laughing at like the thought of like having a conversation with like a business bro and then defending like capitalism to me. Um, <laughs> that could be funny though. I mean, like I would definitely respect and hear them out. Um, maybe they could teach me a couple of things about running a business. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so many other things are like in the works, which reminds me, I didn't respond to my friend. I'm sorry, Julie, if you're listening to this, I just remembered I never responded to your text. Um, but <laughs> So many different things are coming and I'm just so excited about it. And I feel like also I'm just in a better headspace overall. Like I feel like the past, I mean, for everybody for the past, ever since the pandemic started, like it's just been a brain fog and I feel like I'm finally coming out of the brain fog and I'm starting to like, you know, give myself credit where credit is due and, you know, I feel like that's healthy. You know, I feel like we're, we're always, which kind of brings me back to my other tangents. Like, I feel like we're not so, we are told like not to like celebrate our wins because it makes other people feel bad about what they don't have or something. I don't really know, but you can be respectful about like your successes and while also acknowledging that there's like a lot of really shitty things happening in the world, you know? Um, because that is humanity that's just something we have to do to like get through life and both things do exist and they have they they just do exist so yeah and our hollywood is coming back our hollywood like kind of took a <laughs> extended hike it is because i like moved oh oh my god oh my god i moved i, I forgot <laughs> um i moved away from san diego <laughs> January 1st I moved out of my parents home and I live kind of near where I went to college and yeah I mean pretty cool I moved because of my job um because of like possible in-person shoots and a lot of our team is up here and you know blah 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 there's a lot of reasons why I moved up here um mostly having to do like pretty much only having to do with my job because who wants to pay rent am I right um but yeah it's really cool I've been here for a month and a almost two months now and I feel pretty chill about it my mattress is pretty hard though I think I need to get a a mattress thing because I'm starting to have back issues like crazy um I don't know I just feel good I feel good and I hope you feel good and you know, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a better headspace to do a podcast and I'm excited about things again. So it's it's honestly best that I took that break and figured out my shit and came back to it. But yeah, I don't know how long this podcast is. I don't know how long I've been sitting here talking, but I also don't want to put like 
a limit or a minimum on this podcast. I kind of just want to have, have it to happen naturally. So yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you come back and listen to me again. I hope anything that I say is somewhat interesting. And I also just appreciate you for lending your ear. And I hope I was entertaining enough. And I hope I also talked about everything that I wanted to. I mean, if not, I can come back again and just add to it. But yeah, thank you so much. I will be back. This will be consistent again. I have a whole pod, I have a whole microphone attached to my window seals. So um, it kind of has to happen. I also need to get more posters for the background because I want to start posting this stuff on YouTube, but my background is ugly and I, I don't know, maybe that's a Libra quality. I also want somebody to come on. I have so many ideas now. So anyways, I'm going to spare you those details and I'll let you go on with your life. And I hope this was interesting again. I don't know if I said that, but yeah, thank you so much. I love you. Goodbye.